Just briefly focusing on our first reading from the book of Numbers, we got the story of the serpents that were that God let loose in the camp of the Israelites. And it's really a consequence of a particular kind of sin uh, that's not uncommon for human beings to, to commit. And if you, if you look at what they're doing, if you look at what the Israelites are doing, the nature of their sin, they're basically saying, Moses, we're tired of you. Why did you, why did you, Moses, bring us out of Egypt? We're, we're sick of this manna garbage. Wow, we're just tired of it. It's the same thing over and over and over again. Okay. But if you notice what they're doing, they, they're, they're excluding God from the picture. They're not thinking about God at all. So suddenly it's Moses who brought them out of Egypt, not God. You know? Okay. So in our lives, what we come to understand is that God is the ultimate. <clears throat> He's the ultimate author in one way or the other of everything that takes place. And uh, human beings and natural causes and whatnot are secondary to all of that. Okay, They're the means by which God controls and governs the world. And so we see two levels. we got the reality of God and then we got the reality of created things going on. Okay, and, and this is a means that God uses to unfold his kingdom in the world. And we always got to keep that in, in uh, perspective. You always got to look at that big picture. Otherwise, what will happen when bad things happen to you, okay, or maybe when good things happen as well, you just you'll ignore God, who's the actual main actor in all in this drama, and you'll just see the tools that that He's using to affect His will in the world. And so it's you'll get focused on, oh, she said this to me and it hurt my feelings, or my boss did this, or whatever it might be, and you're not understanding that nothing takes place in the world apart from God's will, okay. And so ultimately, if God is in control, then what do we have to worry about? Okay, He doesn't allow anything to take place that's not ultimately in our interest. It might be challenging, might involve suffering, it might involve some negative stuff, but ultimately, it's for our good. We have the, the beautiful passage that I always quote uh, from Romans. St. Paul says that all things work together for good for those who love God who are called according to his uh, purpose. And uh, otherwise, what happens is we fall into a kind of an atheism. It's kind of an atheism, really. It's like a practical atheism. You know, theoretically, we say, well, we believe God is, you know, all-knowing and all-powerful and he's in control. I believe that theoretically, but practically speaking, you just kind of ignore that, you know, as you go about grouching and complaining about certain things in life. So you kind of, you become like a practical atheist, so to speak. Not, maybe not a theoretical atheist, but like a practical atheist. And this is the problem. This is the fault of the Israelites. Now notice though when they repent, it's, it's really interesting. So they, some bad things happen in consequence of, the, of their, of their grouching and their complaining. And they realize the error of their ways. And so they come back in a, in a penitent, uh, heart to Moses. And they say this. They say, we have sinned in complaining against the Lord and you. You see, now suddenly that whole big picture perspective is restored to them and they see God's in control, so we were sinning against the Lord the whole time and we, you know, when we weren't acknowledging that he was in control and we're sinning against, you know, you, Moses, the, the kind of the tool that God was using to have delivered us from Egypt and lead us through the desert and all this other. They're, they're re-constituting um, that Big picture perspective of God and then also created things that God uses to unfold his will in the world. 
Um, and that, that's, that was effective for their repentance. And uh, God showed them the way back and gave them the remedy so that they could be healed, they could turn back to him and have their relationship with him stored. So in our lives, we, just, we can't be practical atheists. We've always got to keep that big picture perspective in mind. God's in control. Nothing happens apart from his will. It might be his permissive will, okay, evil and sin, God does not directly will those things, but he permits them, okay, to take place because he foresees something greater, something better, something good coming forth out of it. God is so great that he can bring good out of evil. So he does, he permits evil, he permits suffering, he permits sin, he permits, you know, insults and injuries to come our way and hardships and whatnot, okay? It's all part of his plan. He's able to, to weave it all together to, to create this beautiful tapestry uh, that is his kingdom and his will unfolding in the world. So let's not be practical atheists and let's, let's trust God.